This is BS.show. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. You are on uh, three different race stations. We at least are on KSLQ 104.5, Westplex 107.1, and AM 1350 Crap. I had a guy call me yesterday, Shelly. Yeah. From a station in Buffalo, New York, asked me a uh. recommendation on some equipment we're using. Matter of fact, the software we're using. And the guy says to me, he says, I knew I'd like talking to you when I heard your call letters were crap. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. And you know who he was? You've really made uh, (laughs) an impact with crap. Well, of course. You know, but, you know, and it's interesting because you know why he called me? Why? A referral from Tom Langmire. You know who Tom Langmire is? Oh, we go way back. No, you don't know who knew Tom Langmire. Tom Langmire. I have no idea. He used to be the head dude at KMOX. He was like the general manager kind of guy. And he left KMOX to go to WGN Chicago, which is like one of the big, 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 super, you know, you know, mm-hmm. this this guy's good. It's so, a blowtorch. So yeah. the guy said, to you, Tom Langmire told me to call you because he says, A, you know about the software, and B, you have crap call letters. <laughs> I do have crap call letters. And I told him. That's the, actually really cool. I told him the story on how I got the call letters from the Coast Guard. I know. <laughs> and he was, like, he was like, what? Of call. I go, yeah, it was really a weird story. And I won't tell it again. Okay, a couple things to talk about. First okay. off, I'm fascinated by things changing and you and i have made some changes and making a lot We've more changes some major changes for 2022 one of the things yes, we're we no have. longer we're no longer bs in the morning i've had people question me about that we are now bs.show that's our new that's our new name of a show bs.show and it was bs show until shelly said why don't we call it what the web address is which is bs.show so we are now officially bs.show we're no longer bs in the morning we're bs.show if you want to listen to our new podcasts where Shelly sounds like she's drunk. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> Brad is not funny. I listen. Okay, so everybody, I was listening to our podcast yesterday. The new podcast. Because I like to. The new podcast on BS.show. Not the old podcast, which was yeah, BS the in the morning. Podcast. We have a new and podcast. I'm here and I'm listening. I'm like, was I drunk? <laughs> I sound drunk. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, and then I saw Brad, and I'm like, Brad, I know you knew that. Why didn't you tell me I sounded like that? Remember what I told you? I said, hey, we're trying to get those Casey listeners away because you don't sound drunk, you sound stoned. We're trying to get those Casey listeners. Hey, well, man, there's this new radio station where the gal's on in the morning, and she sounds like she's really toked it up quite a bit. You know, man, she's like had a big fat one, and she's on the air. It's really stoned. We got to listen to that station, and we got to go to Taco Bell and sit in the drive-thru and eat. Right? Um, fuzzy tacos. <laughs> fuzzy tacos. Whatever. Okay. So. Whatever. I'm fascinated so, by. D- I, I do want to tell people I am not drunk and I am not stoned. <laughs> Just that, so you know. That's like saying, that's Bill Clinton say, I did not have sex with that woman. Yeah. And I <laughs> that, didn't inhale. That, that, I didn't inhale. I did not have sex with that woman, that Mona Lewinsky. Did not. I never touched her. Never touched her. It was my cigar that touched her. Okay. Ew. <laughs> you had to go there. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, the ultimate humidor. Anyway, seven. <laughs> I can't believe you said that. Shame. You're gonna you're gonna get calls on that one, buddy. No, nobody will say a thing. Okay, so well, oh. once again, I'm a student of media. Okay, you're now a student of something. A student of media. Okay, now remember. I talked about this, and I had somebody call me to task on this, and they said, you talked about how CNN's, and I'm not necessarily talking about CNN, but I'm talking about a lot of these cable channels. If you look at it on a national basis, 
there's more people listening to one radio station in one city than they're watching these cable channels all over the country. And for example, here in St. Louis, some of the top-rated stations, it's not unusual for them to have two, 300,000 listeners at one time. Back in the day, X used to pull these, what we call them, cum numbers, incredible cum numbers, where at any given point in time, there were like five, six, seven 700,000 people just in St. Louis listening to X. Okay, that's back in the day. Okay, it still happens in some of these markets where, like I saw Houston recently, we talked about like the morning show, one morning show had an average daily listeners like a 500,000. Okay, that's one market. Okay, so I saw this, this caught my attention. And this was a research study done back in third quarter. So this would have been July 1st to the end of September in 2021. And they took, and the source on this is Nielsen. So once again, this is not somebody sitting in their basement, oh, let's make up some numbers. This was a real honest-to-goodness survey. Okay, they took the top uh, news cable TV programs, okay, and on an on and this is per show millions and this is on an average basis in in the course of 90 days third quarter july 1st to september end of september end of september in, in 2021 at the bottom of the heap was cnn primetime average listeners average viewers guess how many i don't know 820,000 ms wow. msnbc primetime average 1.27 million. The Rachel Maddow show, I'm going from, from least to most. Rachel Maddow show, 2.2 million. The Ingraham angle, this is on Fox, 2.35 million. Fox News primetime, average 2.37 million. Hannity, 2.94 million. The Five, which is on Fox, 2.98 million. Tucker Carlson, 3.24 million. Now, here's what's interesting. We're talking about apples and oranges, but you know who had 11 million listeners and viewers? Who? Joe Rogan Experience. Somebody was talking about him. On a podcast, he is clobbering all the networks. Once again, the highest rated network news show is Tucker Carlson with 3.24 average viewers per night. And Joe Rogan had 11 million average. And he used to be on YouTube and, and when they moved over to Spotify, I don't know if they still are doing the video or not. I think they are doing the video still. They moved it somewhere. I can't remember where it's at. But, but in other words, he had a le- – and once again, I know we're talking apples and oranges. We're talking cable TV as opposed to a podcast. But once again, think of the power that Joe Rogan has. There's this new, there's this new app called Getter. Have you heard this before? Uh-uh. Which is like a conservative clone of, of, uh, of Twitter. It's like the alternative for Twitter for conservatives. And okay. it's it started by a guy, and you, I think this is going to be interesting because you know Trump has still not launched this Truth Social deal, which I don't think is going to go anywhere, especially after get us this it's G-E-T-T-R. This guy launched. This guy used to be like a top advisor to Trump. He launched this back in July. Okay, Joe Rogan went on his show the other night and said, you know, because he talked about these two people that got kicked off of Twitter, the crazy gal, what's Marjorie, whatever her name is, the gal from. Where's she from? California. She's the she's the she's the opposite equivalent to AOC. You know, AOC's on the left, and she's on a sort of a nutcase. And this Marjorie Taylor Green, I think is her name, MTG. She's on the right, and she's another. She's a weirdo. You know, in other words, if you looked at it on a on like a continuum, you got AOC way over on the left, and you got Marjorie Marjorie Taylor Green way over on the right, and they're both wackadoodles. Okay, get what I'm saying? And they're both wackadoodles, <laughs> and wearing polka dots. <laughs> they're both wackadoodles. Okay, so <laughs> so. 
she got kicked off Twitter. And his point was, if you're a conservative and you say something weird, like, for example, if you say masks don't work, and this guy and this Robert Malone guy who's a doctor who's one of the inventors of the mRNA vaccine, which is what the, the, you know, what the, uh, the, the, the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccine are based on, he got kicked off of Twitter. He's a doctor with an MD. So Joe Rogan got ticked and went on his show and said, hey, get the heck off of Twitter. I'm moving over to get her. And like in one day, they picked up like a million new people. A million people in a day. Now, keep in mind, when Facebook started, it took like, I think the, the number was, it took like a, a year for them to get a million users on Facebook. And Twitter, I think it took like a year and a half or something like that. This new app got a million people in one day because of Joe Rogan. And if you've ever watched his show... Well, he is an influencer. Well, but what's interesting about it is he's sort of hard to pin down. Sometimes you watch him or you listen to him and he sounds like really... Republican, and then other times he sounds really Democrat. Really, you know, really, he goes back and forth between conservative and liberal. And I say that's what makes him good because when you listen to him, you don't know what he's going to say. You know what I mean? Oh, it's kind of like me. <laughs> yeah, you're never going to know what's going to come out of your mouth. But, no. Yeah. Mm -mm. That that. I don't even know. Yeah. Well, you don't know because you're drunk, right? <laughs> Stop it! I don't even. Oh, Our stone. But no. Hey, Casey. You know, see, I should go. I should. I had. Put an ad on Casey. I'm calling up. Hey, can I buy one ad on Casey? Can I be on the morning show with John Eulett? I'm going to buy one ad. Hi, this is my ad. Hi, this is Brad Hildebrand. You may have never heard of me before. That's okay. But, you know, I have these two little radio stations, actually three little radio stations. You know what? We've got a mouse, a uh, you know, hamster that runs a transmitter, you know, and if we want to double our power, we put three hamsters in there. It's a, it's a hamster thing. It, two wouldn't do it. Okay, anyway, we've got this morning gal that's on the air with me. And she is so stoned in the morning, you won't believe it. I mean, you Cashy listeners, you think you've had mornings where you've rolled out of bed and rolled a fat one, and you know, you're like in an alternate universe? This gal lives in an alternate universe. Okay, the name of our show is BS.show. BS.show. Tune it in Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 a.m. Cashy listeners, you will love it. You didn't it. tell them what the frequency was. Well, they'll, they'll know because they're stoned. Oh, man, I can feel it coming into my brain. It's on 1071, 1045, and 1350. Oh, yeah, wow, man. Those Casey listeners are <laughs> quite smart <laughs> and on top of things. <laughs> There's a line I could use, but I won't. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> I've already done that enough. As have you. Anyway. <laughs> You didn't like my Bill Clinton joke, huh? <laughs> anyway, have you, boy, have you seen him lately? Who? Bill Clinton. No, why? He looks like he's 120 years old. I saw a picture of him the other day. I'm going like, dude, you have not aged well. Well, I can't, I can't say anything because the years have not been kind to me. Yeah, but he's like, the years have beat him to a pulp. You know, years of, you know. Well, I, you know when you go through a stressful situation and you're going through it and you're you're doing what you need to do to make stuff happen. And. Right. And then after you're done, it's like all of a sudden you get wrinkles, you get um, gray hair. Yeah. You, you're just, you know, kind of like that chick from a. What's that? Um Poltergeist. Well, you know, and you know, you know, like, for example, you know what happened to. Barack Obama after eight years in the White House. What's that? He can't hit the hook shot anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, he's always playing basketball with everybody. He's lost his hook shot. He's he's got to do the layup now. He can't do that half court hook anymore. 
you know, at least the, the you know, foul line hook. He can't do this anymore. He's just got to go in there and dribble in and, you know, and, and take a bounce and, and, and wear his mom jeans. Remember when he came to the St. Louis, throw out the pitch for the All-Star game or something like that? No. And he wore his mom jeans. Mom jeans? You know what mom jeans are on a guy? You know what mom don't you know where mom jeans are? No. You've never heard that term before? No. On a guy, they're real dorky looking jeans. They're not like nicely cut like Levi's or Wranglers and stuff like that. They look like they look like they're like those stretchy fitty jeans, you know, the the cheater kind of jeans. Uh-huh. They're mom jeans. You've never heard that term before? I have not. I can't believe you have never heard mom jeans before. I haven't. <laughs> here, here, here. And to give you... You know, one of the things, one of these fashion faux pas that I never knew is, um, you know when they have like really nice jeans and then a nice jean jacket? Right. Do you know what that's called? Um... Uh... By Jean? I don't know. No. <laughs> no, by Jean. Um, it's called a Cana- Canadian tuxedo. Canadian tuxedo where you have nice jeans and a nice jean jacket? Yeah, when you wear jean jackets Canadian and jeans. Tuxedo. It's called a Canadian tuxedo. Okay, here, let me let me hear. I'm on Urban Dictionary. See, to make you believe that I'm not making this a mom jean. J-E. Here we go. It pops, You're totally making it, it up. pops right up. There's mom jeans. Hold on. Let's go here. Uh, J-E-A-N-S. Okay, mom jeans. Okay. Well, my phone won't work today. Well, here, let me go here. Mom jeans. Jean highlighting the flat curvature of the 40-plus buttocks. Upside-down heart-shaped butt, commonly seen accompanied with front butt, extremely high waist. That's what it is, extremely high waist, and always a crappy shade of blue or black, usually found in Coles or Mervins. We don't have Mervins here. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> mom front? jeans. Uh, what do they call front? O- often seen in the 40-plus crowd, mom jeans are too high, too tight, tapered leg jeans, which manage to showcase any bodily flaw the wearer has. Possible outcomes. The butt will be compressed so it doesn't stick out. It will instead be pushed to the sides, making it look far wider than it actually is. The genital, the genital, genital triangle will be emphasized and outlined. Oh, I won't say that. The oh, hips, camel toe. <laughs> you said it, I didn't. The hips will look wider because of the butt compression and tapering of the legs. In addition, mom jeans are often light in color, which further emphasizes the outcomes mentioned above. They also come in elastic waist variety, which further defines the genital triangle. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't know what that was. Okay, here's, here's they always use it in a sentence. Here's the sentence. Honestly, you would think after years of telling their kids how to dress, women would figure out that those mom jeans they have on just aren't flattering. That's one. Of, here's another one. Ugly, very high jeans with nine-inch zippers that moms wear, sometimes containing elastic waistband, very narrow at the bottom and big along the hips. They fit mom just the way she likes it. Here's another definition. Jeans that are often strong, very high in a woman, usually three to four inches above the belly button, often is as is seen at soccer games, baseball games, and other outdoor recreational activities. Continued. Usually is accompanied by a thin belt and a tucked in shirt. Jeans are often broken in and are worn in light blue type jeans. It says and and are worn in low anyway. It's it's they're they're washed. Also, since the jeans are high strung in the crotch area, it is also very likely to see a pouch type protrusion in the front and upside down heart in the back, muffin topping on the side, and the famous panty lines. So now you know what mom jeans are. I can't believe you don't know what mom jeans are. I want to know what they said in front. I can't say. It was like, huh? The smartest woman in the world says, he's 75, what do you expect? I expect him to look as good as Robert Redford. Robert Redford is white. Oh, was he dreaming? And still looks good. Let me see how old Robert he does. Is. When I was in, when I was a little girl, and I went to, I went to Merrimack and Clayton, 
And there was a name, there was a man, his name was Mr. Jennings, and he looked just, just like Robert Redford. Did you hear, now we have all, have all the, um, uh, all the Betty White quotes that have come out since she's passed away. Have you heard the Betty White quote I heard the other day? What's that? <laughs> Someone asked her about 20 years ago when she was like 80, uh, all the things that she wished she had done in her life. And her response was, Robert Redford. <laughs> I can see that. How cute is that? Yes. I she's love that 80 woman. years old. And she said, what, what would she wish she would have done with her life? Robert Redford. Okay, Robert. You know that she actually, um, yeah, I don't know what I was going to say. It's gone. It must have been a lie. Never Robert, mind. Go on. Robert Redford Continue. is 85. He was born Robert in, Redford? He's born in eight he's born in thirty six. I was born in thirty five. So he's a year younger than I am. Born in Santa Monica, California. He's got a degree, believe it or not, from God, he's got he's got two degrees. University mm. of Colorado Boulder and Pratt Institute. Let me see, what's his degree in? I gotta find this out. That's fascinating. This is when college degrees still meant meant something. You know, before now they're worthless. <laughs> Once again, Uncle Brad talking. Uh, Graduated from high school in 54, attended the University of Colorado in Boulder uh, for a year and a half where he was a member of the Kappa Sigma fraternity. Yes, Kappa Sigma! While there, he worked at a restaurant bar called The Sink, where a painting of his likeness still figures prominently among the bar's murals. It's still there. While in Colorado, Aww. Redford began drinking heavily and as a result lost his half scholarship and was kicked out of school. My man, Robert Redford. Don't drop out, get kicked out. He went on to travel in Europe, live in France, Spain, and Italy. He later studied painting at the Pratt Institute in Brooklyn and took classes at the American Academy of Dramatic Arts, class of 1959 in New York City. His first, his first thing, I always like to see these things when you go like, um, Barefoot in the Park, 1967. Uh, probably one of his most, um, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kids, probably one of his most. He was in All the President's Men. He played um, reporter, mm -hmm. uh, he played uh, with Dustin Hoffman. They played reporters Bob Woodward and Carl Bernstein. Anyway, Robert Redford. I hear what you're saying, smartest woman in the world. Miss, Mr. Clinton may be 75, but he still doesn't look as good as Robert Redford, who's 85. Okay? Of course, uh, I won't say anything. Okay, mm -mm. now I have to send you, tell you something. The smartest woman in the world sent me this pretty funny jewelry ad. She's got this this circled. This is a jewelry company, and it's a 7 8 carat TGW. What is TGW? It's Total uh, something something weight. Yeah, okay, so 7 8 carat. It's got a bunch of diamonds. Created a blue and white sapphire sterling. It's a semi-eternity anniversary ring. <laughs> I'm sorry? Semi-eternity. Not an eternity anniversary ring, but a semi-eternity anniversary ring. In other words... Not to mention it's not diamonds. <laughs> we're not saying we're going to be together to attorney. We're going to be together, you know, <laughs> semi-eternity, which could be, you know, two years, four years, or two more weeks until I give you the heave-ho. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So you give someone. It's like I always thought so it was. Thanks. So, so in other words, you'll be giving me a, uh, a. Um... Well, I was I was thought that this was like a creation of the jewelers. The jewelers of America had a con convention. They go, how can we sell more rings? Let's come up with a ring before an engagement ring. Let's sell a promise ring. I'm going like, what the hell is a promise ring? You got three steps. You get a promise ring, and then you get an engagement ring, and you get the ring ring. Come on. You just go down to the courthouse and, you know, although you can't do that anymore in St. Louis. You know that in St. Louis County? You really can't. You can't go to the courthouse anymore. <laughs> but you know what? Call up Reverend Brad. You can call me, 314-280-8880. I have experience. I've done 
what, six or seven weddings. And I'm, you have. I'm pretty darn good at it. I've gotten great reviews and I've gotten lots of business, although I haven't done one in a while because nobody's gotten married, at least, you know, in public where they get married like in a closet or something like that. They get married like underwater where they won't spread the, the vid, you know. <sighs> we got to take a break. <laughs> Do you hear the Busy noise? Day, isn't Do you hear it? the noise outside my window? Yes. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> if I told you, you wouldn't believe me. Yes, I would. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> is it a squirrel? No, it's 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 a cat, but it's not the kind of cat that's on four legs. It's on the cat. It's a cat that's on tracks. Okay. Anyway, seven twenty-five.